1: At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Is that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates. Uh, no, No, Jerry, it's over.
2: Hey, guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
3: Have you heard? The birds? the word. Section 336.
1: The next generation of Baltimore sports talk.
4: Today on the show, we talk World Series We talk Ravens, we talk Orioles, we talk pop culture, all that and more on this edition of Section 336.
1: It's time for Section 336. Yo, Section 336, Baltimore's best, the number one podcast, forget the rest. Matt Burton, Josh, welcome to guests. The Ravens back, no nonsense defense, so tune in every week, hear the stories get told.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, the next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zany Burt Roadie. What up, 336ers? Happy Tuesday night. And the
2: button lover Josh Rocha. How you guys doing? How long are you letting that beard go? Oh, yeah. Look at that. that. That's coming in thick. Impressive. Is that a Halloween costume you're working on? you going to look like like an old sailor? I already went like, to what's that fisherman's wharf guy. The Gordon's fisherman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the cough drops? Oh, the Fisherman's Friend. Fisherman's Friend. That's what you look like. You look like you could do one of those commercials. I already went to my Halloween party as Rick
4: Grimes. Nice. Don't worry. No spoilers. No spoilers. But the beard did come in handy for the Rick Grimes costume. I'm going to see how long it it can can go. Rick Grimes?
2: Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Uh, For the
3: protagonist.
2: I was was doing a little work with Ken last night in, uh, in the studio, and I come out after recording with him, and I come out and Mandy is on the couch crying because of apparently whatever happened in Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay, no spoilers though. I laughed at her and she said, "I don't laugh at you when the Orioles lose." <laughs> that's that's true. I Every mean, time she comes downstairs, to you
3: crying on the couch, Josh. Yeah.
2: I said, "Leave me alone. That's a low blow." <laughs>
4: that's a fair comparison. Yikes. We got the World Series and we are going to get into the Ravens uh and they're uh, what, and what and what a mess they are. We're going to put the Orioles and what a mess they'll be next year. But first <laughs> Uh, let's start a little World Series talk. Josh is sporting the Cleveland Indians you like my Kenny jersey.
2: jersey. Yeah, are you giving away your allegiance here? Are you are you pulling for the Indians? I'm. Uh, I am pulling for the Indians over the Cubs. Really? Are yeah, because there's nothing special about the Cubs except that they suck.
3: How can so, you say that? They what? won a
2: hundred games. Right. And then they're just a normal good team. The the what's great about the enti- about the franchise is that they suck and they haven't won for a hundred years. Yeah. So if they win this year, then they're just your average team. Then who cares? So I need to root against them so they can But even
3: the, the Indians team. haven't won in 67 years or whatever it's been. Yeah,
2: but that's not what they're known for.
4: Well, the Indians – Cleveland's known for kind of being an inept city who can't win – Sure. I mean, despite what LeBron James just Plus, did. Plus, just
2: won the NBA championship. Right. Plus, there's a lot of fun with the fact that Cleveland's actually a winning town now outside of the Browns. It's got to put a lot of pressure on the Browns to actually one day be relevant. <laughs> How about you, Bert? Who are you pulling for? Um,
3: I'm going to pull for the Cubs – uh, but to be honest, I'm I'm really pleased with the two teams that are in it yeah. overall. Yeah, it, I think either either outcome is great. Right. Yes. Uh,
2: it because would, it's not the Red Sox, it's not the Blue Jays, exactly. it's, it's not the Giants, the Dodgers.
4: Either
3: way, some crazy long drought is coming to an end. Yeah, it's uh, not the Nationals. I think it's I think the possibility of Cleveland winning is cool to end their sixty some year drought. Uh, that uh, that the basketball team just won for the first time ever. Uh, with the Cavaliers, yeah. and then the fact that Cleveland has gone championship list in any sport for so many years can now all of a sudden have two in two major sports in the same in a matter of six months, uh, which is cool. On the other hand, the Cubs are a ridiculous team. Yeah, they've been ridiculous. They've been nonstop all year long. It seems as a little silly that out of nowhere now the Cleveland Indians are going to take them down in a yeah. best of seven series. I don't see it. i like to see the Cubs win. I'd like to see the series end, uh, end their drought. Uh, do you think Steve Bartman makes an appearance <laughs> if they win?
4: I think I, – you know there's no one rooting harder for the Cubs to win than Steve Bartman. Yeah, yeah. Though <laughs> I
2: think even with getting to the World Series, a little bit of that. Do you, do you think they off. allow him in the stadium? For one of these games,
3: yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> like, it, it, it's similar to the, the the Bill
4: Buckner thing with the Red Sox, right? Like he was hating a boss for a long time. They win the World Series, he's invited back to the stadium, people cheer him, and it, they kind of move on. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think they bring him
3: in, acknowledge him. I don't think he would want to be. No, acknowledged. No, 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 no. He's he's dropped off the face of the he, earth he's, ever he's since it happened.
4: He, yeah, he's in hiding. He doesn't want to be witness protection for. He doesn't uh, want to be department.
3: acknowledged at all. Anything, but I think if they do win, if the Cubs do win the World Series. I think it'd be great to bring him out like on opening day at Wrigley Field or during the ring ceremony or something you know, to like shake his hand or just give him a hug and be like, all's forgiven, man.
2: <laughs> I know how you handle it. Here's how you handle it. There's four games in Cleveland. There might be up to four games. The Indians have already announced that Rick that uh, Rick Vaughn from Major League, Charlie Sheen, will not be throwing out the first pitch because they want to have Cleveland greats do it. There are no Cleveland Indians Yeah, Indian he might greats. be the greatest. There's, Cleveland. <laughs> there's Kenny Lofton, and that's it. So, tonight Drew I, Carey? Right. Well, <laughs> tonight I say, "All right, you like you let Kenny Lofton, maybe you let uh LeBron James throw one out." Sure. When the pressure's on, you bring out Steve Bartman. Oh, we would you never let, do it. You let Steve Bartman throw out the first pitch in Cleveland.
4: He would never go for it. Cleveland, can we, can we get any Christmas story car- characters out there? Oh, there you go. Ralphie? Yeah, can we get Ra- Ralphie out there to throw out a pitch? I I'm, I'm I'm with Bert. I'm a little torn and I see kind of as a win-win scenario on the one hand, Cleveland's kind of a crappy city. It reminds me of Baltimore. Like, not the nicest city in the world. And so you kind of... Blue collar. Blue collar is what we call that. Gritty, blue collar. Absolutely. Also known as crappy. So in that respect, you you, you kind of root for Cleveland. And I like the underdog. I always like the underdog story. And Cleveland certainly is the underdog big time in this series. But on the other hand, and that was my opinion going in. But when I saw the Cubs clinch the, the National League and and go to the World Series when they were they were interviewing all those old people. You saw people crying. Sure, I, it kind of it tugged at the old heartstrings. Eddie Vedder
3: was there, lifelong Cubs fan.
4: Yeah, I, and all these people have never seen them
2: go to the World Series.
4: All those old guys.
3: Yeah, old guys carrying Can pictures of their fathers who right. died like forty five years ago, never seen the Cubs well, win. And, and see,
2: and that that made me sad when I when I heard like uh, I heard another podcast I was listening to, and the guy's Cubs fan, and he was. There was a story about uh, how he ne- his dad died a couple years ago, and he never got to go to a World Series with his dad. And then it made me sad because the way the Orioles are playing, we might never get to go to a World Series no, with our it's, dad.
4: No, it's very possible. And well, and and when the Orioles last, at least when the Orioles last went to 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 the World Series, I was able to watch it through my mother's womb, or at least hear it. Um, <laughs> you could hear it through the belly button. I could hear it through the old belly button hole. <laughs> <laughs> creepy. That's but creepy. But, at, but at least like you know, they put the headphones on that's the belly. Right, that's right. But at least we can bring dad in to talk about you know the World Series and and all that and all that involved. And so there's not like an 80 year generational gap here. Like we we can talk to just a generation above us who have right. actually there and witnessed it. So in, in all those respects and like I propose to my wife in Chicago. Like I love the city of Chicago. I kind of have a special place in my heart for Chicago. So with all that said, I'm rooting for Chicago. And I hope they do it despite my dislike of Madden and Fowler. I hope Oh, they, you don't
2: like Joe Madden? I, I kind of like nah. Joe Madden, especially now that he's out of the AL East.
4: He's It's one of those guys where I know he's so much smarter than than, than I am and I'm jealous <laughs> and bitter and I hate him for it. Uh, but I'm hoping they do it in – He was probably alive when they won. Uh, he's pretty old. He's pretty old. Uh, What, game four and five, I think, are in, in Chicago and then six and seven are in Cleveland? Yeah. I hope yes. they do it in – they'll probably do it in four or five. I hope they do it in Chicago, so I'm rooting. I'm rooting yeah. for a Cubs, yeah. and I hope it's within five games. Yeah, yeah. All right, which so I you, think is very possible. You cause... guys taking the Cubs? I'm taking the Indians. All right. So yeah. All right. I like that. Uh, by the way, guys, tonight is the first game of the World Series. It's played in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go and StubHub right now and buy a ticket for the game tonight, how much you pay? Standing room,
2: or a seat? Just a seat. whatever gets
4: you in the door. Whatever gets you. Well, yeah, j- just get in the uh, door. Just get in the door. Four fifty. In Cleveland?
3: Uh I'll say more than four fifty.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's six ninety nine. Okay. Oh, you went with the little uh, price is right game.
3: Yeah, yeah, I should have said four fifty one.
4: Friday Friday, Friday night, prime time in Chicago.
2: Oh. Oh, uh, twelve hundred bucks.
3: No, more than that.
4: How
2: much is that? Twelve oh one.
3: No, no, no. You can't do this. <laughs> Price
2: is right game.
3: But I remember when it was the Steve Bartman year, my boss wanted to buy a ticket to Wrigley Field, and it was well over $1,000. So for the World Series.
2: Yeah, but they added seats since then. Even, doesn't matter. How much to sit on top of the roof deck of the restaurant? They
4: something. haven't even been to the World Series in 45 years. Now, if you want to get to Stan and well Lee, well, the, if you want to get a seat, if you want to get your, your your butt. In a seat at Wrigley, at Wrigley for game three, for game three, the first game in the World Series for uh-huh. the Chicago Cubs, you're looking at $2,400. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jeez. double, Josh, double. Standing room only, you can get in first, you can get in the door for 1700 Guys, but wow. you want to see it in section 539? Mm, <laughs> it's going to cost you 2400. I bet
3: those old guys aren't going to be sitting there holding pictures of their dads
4: in those games, and and, and, and that too is enough for me to root for the Cubs, right? That's awesome. Actually, but if those guys, nah. if those
3: old guys, are like season ticket holders, right, they can they still get, them get them at them face at value. face value, but but right? Yeah, guys, you're talking StubHub. If, if next year yeah, the StubHub. Orioles
2: go to the World Series and StubHub is selling tickets for 2400 bucks, enjoy it. I'm staying at home and watching it on TV. Yeah, no, doubt. I'll sell one of those games, yeah, <laughs> and then I'll go on the other one and cry.
4: Yeah, if you give me two hundred bucks, I would probably sell. Yikes! Maybe twenty bucks.
2: Now you're just losing money.
4: Net profit.
3: Yeah, that's uh. Well, if you got the tickets and you're willing to sell it, I mean, they, you, they're looking at they could pay for their next few years worth of season ticket plans for selling one World right. Series ticket.
2: That that was the thing when we were gifted the, the Super Bowl tickets, and they were really, really valuable, and we could like, yeah, sure. sure. we get thousands could, of dollars. I yeah, could, I think the face value the face value was enough to like. Pay my car payments for a few months.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: so that's and that's
4: and that's in the upper reserve. I mean, forget about it. When you get into, can you imagine like well, spending you were ten thousand bucks for
3: a ticket? It's yeah. crazy. And you guys were at the Super Bowl sitting next to like Paul McCartney and John Travolta, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: the guys sitting. No, we were, our left we at a freaking Super Bowl ring. Yeah, we were fifty yard line, first row. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. We were we were great seats.
4: We could see Beyonce shake her booty like no one else. Nice, nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Remember, we we were in what uh, the head of the NFL PA's seats. Yeah,
3: that's
4: right.
2: So, um, Shout out to the former NFL head of NFLPA. He still is, isn't he? No, he is not. I he's, think he's, he's now like this. He's got a new title, I think. I don't know. He works for ESPN now. Oh, interesting. He, he writes for The Undefeated. We need to get him on the show at some point. Yeah, uh, anytime. Okay. I should have called him tonight. <laughs> anytime, though. No guest tonight. On. No no guest tonight. Um, the problem with the, uh, Here's what I hate about that StubHub pricing. Is that just means that someone put it on StubHub and said, yeah, I'll sell this for 2400 it doesn't mean that it's, uh, it's actually selling. Like if we watch the game, no, maybe two people in that entire stadium actually paid that price. Most people paid the hundred and fifty dollar face value. Oh, but
4: I think it shows like how. I mean, it's capitalism, right? It shows how much people are willing to pay. Sure. If people I, are only wouldn't pay five hundred, it'll be five hundred. Yes, well, and if, that's that's if, the if cheapest the you has, found on StubHub, right? That's the cheapest. There's a whole bunch. There's like a whole like seven hundred, and then it goes up from there. Yeah, yeah. So for but, cinema, only
2: nineteen hundred, two thousand for cinema. Yeah, only. but that's mostly yeah. That's mostly because the people who have season tickets aren't gonna sell them. Right. They want to like, be there. If you want to spend an insane so amount, like, I'll put it on there. Right. Here's here's my buyout price.
3: Sure. And there's wealthy like Chicago's the third biggest city in the country. People were twenty four hundred, five thousand dollars is chump change. If they want to go to the Cubs game, they'll pay it and go to the Cubs game.
4: You just dropped it in there that they're the third biggest country. Yeah. Do you have, like, a list? Do you You're know all the –
3: It's got to be the third biggest city in America. Are you making that
4: up? Like, the third
3: – New York, Los Angeles, Chicago.
4: Is right? that a fact? I don't know. All, all right. right. But you said it with such confidence, like, just run. It's the third biggest. <laughs> I know it's the third biggest market, right? It's got to be.
3: All right. I'll look it up. Fill, fill some time while I uh, do a little research here.
4: I don't mind, it. I don't, I don't mind if I do. Do you want to uh, look at what the most expensive ticket in uh, –
2: For for, for, for the Cubs game? Yeah,
4: just... No, because,
2: again, (laughs) no one's buying that. It's not a real
3: thing. New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, Philadelphia, San Francisco. This is based on population.
4: So what, Chicago was number three? Yep.
3: 2.7 million people live in Chicago.
4: Nice. After New York and Los Angeles? Yes, sir. Look at you.
3: I know my markets. Have you been to Chicago, Bert? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to the top of Sears
4: Tower. Yeah? Uh, I was in high school. Did you propose to your wife on top of Sears Tower? Uh, No, no,
2: no, no. Yeah. I haven't been there with Did mine. you almost drop your ring off the Sears, Sears Tower?
4: I, I did. D- I know someone who did. <laughs> did you almost get pulled out at security because you had a ring in your pocket and they wanted to – you'd oh, have yeah, your so pockets in front of your the girl you're about to propose to? Awkward.
3: Awkward. Though
4: I they have – when you went there, they have, they have that new now, that glass box where you can walk out yeah, of the Sears Tower like, like then. and, like, you're walking on air because it's a glass, little glass box. Yeah, yeah.
3: I would uh, – oh, that was close. <laughs> right I would box. definitely do that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you... I, I might have asked you this already. Did you go to Wrigley while you were there? Yeah, yeah. Nice.
4: We could... It, it was like September. Uh, no, August. And we couldn't get seats right next to each other because they were a bad team, but they were still... It's a small stadium. Out. Yeah. Carlos and Brandon was pitching. So I had to buy... For my wife and for my girlfriend at the time, we were sitting in different sections. I bought seats in different sections, and we were able to eventually find seats together. But yeah, I went to the Cubs game. It was... Yeah, it was very a very cool old stadium. You know the seats up there on the rooftops. It's very, it's very, it's very cool. Very My cool brother place. went there
3: for a Pearl Jam concert. Uh, that, that that had like rained. It it rained. It had a thunderstorm, lightning storm where they had to clear the entire infield. So he was out on the field, and you know thousands of people out on the infield. All of a sudden had to go into the concourses because and they had to empty like the entire bowl, and mm. a concourse at Wrigley Field where it's just like there's nothing yeah. narrow hallways. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like a. a state-of-the-art stadium with a huge concourse um, that was a that was an interesting evening
2: is it it's Wrigley Fields now the oldest stadium right in baseball it, is it older than Fenway oh I guess Fen, Fenway uh, I don't know Fenway I always think of like 1912 but I don't we need to get an intern to look up these uh, these facts almost elections what two weeks away and then we get he, he
4: says he's coming back he would be all over the stadium dates he would probably tell us about looking it up just spout it out.
3: Yeah, it is almost election day. He should be back soon.
2: All right. You guys want to why didn't we should have gotten him on the phone for like an election update? (laughs) That's true. Next week maybe. Next week you want to get get the internet uh, on the election not not to talk sports but see let him give his political views.
4: Especially in Maryland. We got some races in Maryland. I don't even know what's on the ticket. He can inform us like what's on the ticket.
2: Uh, who we should be voting for? I don't know. Yeah, be, I'll I'll line that up. Yeah, That'll be good. I think that that's good. Uh, oldest stadium, is Fenway Park, September twenty fifth, nineteen eleven. Followed by Wrigley Field in nineteen fourteen. Do you know what number three is? I don't. Dodger Stadium, Tropicana Field. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> number four, Los Angeles Angel Stadium of Anaheim. Nice title. Number what is this five? Oco Coliseum. O.co. dot co. Odotco. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Braves that,
4: are building a stadium
2: and how old is their stadium? Less than 20 years, <laughs> yeah. in 1994, I think. Yeah. It's crazy.
4: All right, boys, can we can we transition here into a little Ravens talk? Bring it on. Speaking of old things that have apart. Yeah. <laughs> What's And we know of course they just lost to the Jets, which honestly I was shocked by. Like I was shocked cuz I thought and I know there's a lot of naysayers before the game, but I thought okay, the Jets worst team in football. 1 and 5 one, no one in five, Geno Smith is starting, who is an absolute joke, yep. right? Fitzpatrick won the starting job in the season over Geno Smith because he's so terrible. He's a wash-up. Both of them are terrible. G- uh, Fitzpatrick has more interceptions than he does uh, completions. And we play him, and Geno Smith plays well. And then Geno Smith goes out, and Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in, and he plays well. And they, like, beat us. They, like, outplay us, and they beat us at, at the end of the game with the score. And it was really surprising because I didn't think we were. I knew we were not great, but I didn't think we were that bad. And it it makes me think of kind of the bigger picture here of kind of what is going on with this franchise. Like this is a put them up there with the Patriots, put them up with the, the, with the Steelers. Like every year, mark them in the books nine, ten, or eleven wins every single year. Right. The well, past two years, like w- this is not like. The, this is like a franchise. Like, what's wrong with the franchise and, right now?
2: Right. In- major injuries this year. But injuries is never an excuse because everyone we- goes through injuries. And we had injuries in the past, too. Right. Exactly. So, that's not an excuse. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This team is finding ways to lose the games. Uh, Joe did not have a single touchdown on Sunday. When you give Joe the ball down by eight with, like, three minutes left, you, you feel pretty confident. Yeah. Two weeks in a row, we've given him the ball at the end of the game to win it, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I
4: mean, this is going back to Ted March Broda era, is the only time we've had back to back losing seasons, like when we first this became is, a franchise.
2: This is the first time John Harbaugh has lost four in a row yeah. in Baltimore. Wow. Yeah.
4: I mean, starting in 2008, when John Harbaugh got here, we were 11 and 5, made the playoffs. 9 and 7, made the playoffs. 12 and 4, made the playoffs. 12 and 4, made the playoffs. 10 and 6, made the playoffs. 8 and 8, down here. Next year, Ten and six make the playoffs. And then the la- after this, after all those wins, right, a winning season, all those years, the last two years, last year five and eleven, this yep. year three and four, three and, and four. we look like we're going to win five games again the way we're playing.
3: Well, and we're, we're coming into the hard part of the schedule now. Yeah. We got the Steelers twice. We got the Patriots. The, uh, we got the Browns. But
2: who knows if we can beat the Browns? We couldn't beat the one and five Jets. Yeah,
4: Browns beat us last year.
2: And, no. we, and we beat the Steelers last year. I mean, those division games. And the Browns are going to be riding Steelers.
3: high from Cleveland Indians World Series championship.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a, there's a few things that, that I kind of took from this game. One, that the defense it seems like they might be getting frustrated with the offense because they're trying to do things themselves. Two weeks ago, we had C.J. Mosley trying to get the touchdown instead of just diving on the ball. This week, we had Timmy Jernigan uh, trying to run with the ball instead of just on the ball. And, yeah, that was ridiculous. And, uh, and then you've got John Harbaugh, who after that game was quoted as saying, uh, those are the kind of things that, that are costing us games that we have to stop. But specifically, I had it up here against Jernigan. Uh, Where's his quote? He said, Timmy Jernigan got a little full of himself. That's not something good for a coach to say. <laughs> I think that shows Harbaugh's frustration with, with losing, but it also makes you wonder – how the players feel about Harbaugh. Is there some is there some conflict going on in there?
3: I think it's very disheartening to see two consecutive weeks in a row where the defense has a game-changing play. That they blow. And immediately coughs it right back up to right? they the don't, opponent. Don't
2: even give the offense a
3: chance to screw it up. No, no. With the C.J. Mosley the week before, uh, and and then what you just mentioned Jernigan. with Jernigan. Um, I... Uh, I was on my way to Costco just listening to it on the radio on Sunday afternoon because I love Costco. I have trouble giving <laughs> up the
2: game. That's very nice that you've been able to not watch.
3: And uh, and at that point, um, Mark Viviano was saying, Joe Flacco has just set the franchise record for most passes without an interception. Oh, and oh, they, oh, yeah. and they and flashed it the on TV, TV too. very yeah. Yeah. next pass was an interception. Yeah. And they they're, threw another one like two passes later. Very next nice two passes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I just – I mean, my concern is more from, like, I can't believe what I'm seeing from an organizational standpoint and that this is, like, one of the best-run franchises in the NFL. This is a franchise that – and everyone – and you want to blame people, right? Like, you want to say, well, well, um, again. Joe Flacco sucks Flacco, and he's overpaid. Yeah. A, Joe Flacco is overpaid, but there's – anyone who signs a contract pretty much is overpaid, no, so I, fine.
2: And everyone that's calling into 105.7 this week saying, get rid of Joe Flacco, Joe F- – there's not 32 good quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, but my
4: point is, all those years I just told you that we went to the playoffs from uh, 2008 when Harbaugh got here, every single year was with Joe Flacco. Right. So right. don't tell me all of a sudden now we can't make the playoffs
2: because, because of Joe Flacco. Right. And, people, and, we're, and when he's overpaid because he got us a Super Bowl. Yeah. We had no choice. We're back paying, He basically. won the Super
3: Bowl in a contract year. You know, he's, he's going to get paid. Uh,
4: and other people want to say, well, it's because John Harbaugh doesn't know how to manage the clock. And it's, again, true. I was watching the Redskins game on Sunday, and I'm thinking about converting to become a Redskins fan, by the way. Oh, get out of FYI, here. I'm thinking about it. Get out anyway, of Anyway, I saw Matt Stafford. Who's he, JLC? <laughs> I saw Matt Stafford literally with 56 seconds left on the clock go 80 yards and score a touchdown. Yeah. Joe Flacco takes 50 seconds to go 10 yards. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're terrible. And then at the takes a delay
3: of a game or, like, a yeah. uh, false start or something. Yeah. Uh,
4: and they'll call a timeout in the middle yeah. of the first quarter for no reason. Or call a
3: timeout on a play that the clock was already stopped on. <laughs>
4: yeah. Like, the other day before a punt, last game before a punt, they called a timeout. Like, yeah. what are you doing? So, I'm thinking about converting to a Redskins fan. But my point is... I'm just kidding. I'm not converting to become a. That's Reds her in-laws pressuring you. I know. I'm not. I'm not going there. But anyway, that's nothing new. Like John Harbaugh has always had bad clock ma- management, and Sorry. we still won all those games. We've we've my- had injuries. People blame it on. We have older players. We've had older players in the past. This is. Not, I mean, we won the Super Bowl when Ray Lewis was 60 years old. This is all yeah. these excuses that people are laying out are problems we've had in the past as well. So my question is, like, what's how what has changed? Like
2: what's gone wrong? I uh I I don't know. We don't I mean, you say we always go through injuries. We've got some pretty major injuries. Our linebackers are really banged up. Like if another linebacker gets injured, who knows where the guy's coming from? You might you might be able to go play. Yeah. We've got some major injuries and some big names like Suggs, Dumerville, uh Matt Elam. We got some big – Steve Smith on the Uh, offensive side. uh, At Elam. (laughs) I mean – Mosley was out, yeah. Mosley. Yeah. What about
3: on the offensive line? Is it Uh, Ronnie Stanley still
2: out? Ronnie Stanley's still out. That's a big hurt. He played really well those first two weeks. I mean, with the – And now he's got some setback. We don't know if he'll be back after. I'm sorry. I, I don't buy that excuse, though. Like,
4: first of all, Doomerville is just as valuable being injured as he is on the field at this point in his career, I think. Yeah. Um, if you didn't think Suggs, if you thought Suggs would go the whole year that getting injured, then you're kidding yourself. Judon, I thought played really well. Got a couple of yeah, Judon sacks. had a good game. So his, his
2: first two career sacks. Yeah, f- filling in for Suggs. So I I don't again like other guys step up. Except what you're missing, what you get from those guys is leadership, and 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 that leadership. leader where that leadership comes into play is is smart football moves. And helping to guide everyone else with reading the play that's about to come on so that Fitzpatrick doesn't look like Tom Brady in front of you.
4: Now, is there any this one I think may have a little bit of credence. I don't buy that argument of leadership either, but this one may have a little bit of credence. Joe Flacco's huge contract, he's overpaid. I get it. Everyone's overpaid. But is that preventing I'm not overpaid. I mean you look at the at what someone like Seattle has been able to do with Russell Wilson? What we did with Joe Flacco's rookie contract is you're able to spend more money on other positions if you have a cap if you have a, a quarterback on that rookie salary you're able to spend more money on other positions. Is this we're tying so much on it much so much money to, to Joe Flacco and he's not taking a discount like our boy Tom Brady that we can't afford the other positions? Is that a possibility here that we can't re-sign the players we need to re-sign because? Uh, I don't think so. Well, didn't Flacco do a restructure
3: platform? at least? I'm sure there's been or, a restructure or an extension, and, an extension
2: that I mean uh, that lowered his yeah. They, re, they restructured that like, but they, still he's making a lot of money. Yeah, but we had Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Suggs. We had big money makers on the team in the past, yeah. and you just re- do the restructure. Nada made a ton of money. No, we, you're right. I agree. And and that's what they do. They just restructure.
4: And and like I feel like in the past we would draft these linebackers. They would play for us, going all the way back to guys like Bart Scott and more recent like Jared Johnson, who would be good for us for a few years and suck when they leave. Paul Kruger, yeah, and we would turn them into stars, and then they would Paul Kruger sign with the Browns, and you never hear about Bart, him again. Bart Scott, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I feel like we're not producing those players anymore, right? And I don't know if that's an Ozzie Newsome thing, if it's a it's a coaching thing, if it's a just a bad luck thing, but we're just like like good franchises and Ravens for a long time was a great franchise are able to kind of keep on winning have one down season and you look at the Ravens like every five years they would have a down season next year they're right back at it and you
2: got to look look at the Patriots Tom Brady's making more money than Joe Flacco is he I think so I don't think he is it's a good question for the intern yeah uh, (laughs) yeah, Tom Brady's making a good amount of money and no matter who they put in at quarterback that team still wins there's something about the coaching. Coaching is a big well, influence. Call, play calling is a big thing. We've yeah. seen we fired our offensive coordinator. Then last week we we had that the first week with uh, Mortonwig. What did he do? He ran the ball a bunch with West. Now we get his second week as offensive coordinator. What's he do? He throws the ball like 60 times. He doesn't run the ball much. I don't know what happened. Like what? I don't know what his game plan is because. Week one, he ran a bunch. Week two, he threw a bunch. Week three, what's he, do we finally get the balance after the bye week?
3: Take this from a guy who hasn't watched the last two weeks' games, but is it possible that this coaching staff doesn't know how to coach the offense and the defense the way it, it's set up for them?
2: Well, Harbaugh is known before he came to Baltimore as a special teams coach. Yeah. Guess what the only thing that's doing good for the Ravens this year is? Special uh, teams.
4: Uh, even that's not that great. But by, by, by the way, as far as cap hit this year, because the salaries are, are crazy with the sign-in bonuses and right. base salary. It's hard to make sense of it. But the cap hit for Joe Flacco this year is $22.5 million. For Tom Brady this year, the cap hit is $14 millions. $14 million. Okay. Yeah. So the, the best quarterback in the history of the NFL is making uh, less money
2: than <laughs> because Joe he, Flacco. Because Tom Brady signed a two-year deal with a $28 million sign-in bonus. Yeah, he made it team friendly. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. twenty eight million dollars signing bonus. How do I get that job?
4: You know what Joe <laughs> Flacco's signing bonus was twenty five million. All right, so it's how, it's how they structure these contracts. This is weird. Now, Matt,
3: last week you said no chance Harbaugh's on a hot seat. Do you still agree with that?
4: Yeah, zero chance. And and if the Ravens, because you know why why. Because biscotti, uh, biscotti, I love Bishotti. biscotti. You put it in your coffee. It's delicious. It, because biscotti is, and 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 I personally met Steve Biscotti. Hashtag name drop. Was
2: it once? on a dirt bike when, when he, I he introduced brought up. Brought up on a dirt bike yeah.
4: when Josh introduced me, uh, and I was like, "Who is? Oh yeah, stoker? I met him too.
3: Uh, yeah, I was there when he was there. You were on the. You were with us on the dirt bike. No, but the time you took me to Biscotti's house, he was on a dirt bike. No, but he was in the kitchen. He had his Packers, t- his Lambo ticket right. sitting there on the uh, kitchen island.
2: All right. And he looked I, kind of I've introduced he, you both.
4: He looked, a little, it looked kind of like a bum when he rolled up in that dirt bike, by the way. But whatever. <laughs> uh, he's got more money than, than, than I do. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he's not an idiot. And I think the, the, the best example I can think of is Mike Tomlin, where they've had some down years, but you stuck with your coach. Right. And in the long run, I think that benefits a franchise. What you don't want, and you see this, all the teams going through this, this coaching carousel. Right. Let's bring in a new guy every two years. Uh, I think you I mean the problem I don't think is is John Harbaugh if you want to bring May- in someone to manage the clock because you think that's an issue fine but I think overall as far as management style. I think John, Harbaugh's See, I, I, so I I question, John Harbaugh. See, I I
2: question that, and I somewhat disagree. Okay, well, I'll, I'll throw out Sorry. John
4: Harbaugh's record and compare it to anyone. If he That's was fired, if he was yeah, fired, what have you done for me no, lately? No, no, he's he's know, about to turn in second team. tired, oh, twenty oh, no, 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 no. teams. If he was fired today, twenty teams would line up begging sure, to have John Harbaugh sure. coach you know, their football team. You know what team. you're
2: describing, Brian Billick.
4: No, he lost he lost the team. And that's the concern is Oh is he hasn't John lost Harbaugh, anybody. Is he losing no, the clubhouse? No, because he, he
2: just said Timmy Jernigan was full of himself. And
4: that's why is that your evidence of him losing the team? John Harbaugh fired everyone or got rid of everyone who has any type of strong personality, like your Ed Reeds. So he has no one to stand uh, up to him. Who, and so now John no one's gonna stand up to John Harbaugh? Nobody. And he if, runs things. It's a bunch of weak personalities. Is Joe Flacco going to say, I'm not with you anymore, John? No. Joe Flacco's going to sit in the corner with his thumb in his mouth and not do anything because that's who Joe Flacco no, is. No.
2: Joe's going to go and whine behind Harbaugh's back just like he whined behind the offensive coordinator's back. They all complain. They get the coordinator fired. And you think someone's
4: wh- is whining about John Harbaugh?
2: I think – I think
4: if I would get team, rid of Joe
2: Flacco before I got rid of John Harbaugh. If the team – Keeps losing, and he st- and he goes up on the press conference after the games and names players and says, "Timmy, this game cost us because of Timmy Jernigan." That's how you lose the clubhouse as a coach. When you do, when you say for calling a player out, okay, yeah, when you call a player out for making a, a tough decision because he because he picked up the ball basically in the end zone versus not holding yourself accountable for when you're making bad calls, when you suck at clock management, yes, you're going to lose the clubhouse. If you blame players constantly, you're going to lose the clubhouse. We've lost four in a row. Everyone's testy. If we keep losing, you can lose the clubhouse that way.
4: Listen to what you're saying, Josh, though. We've lost four in a row. Everyone's testy. So we're going to fire a guy who's won the throw no. six times in the past nine years and a Super Bowl winning coach. We're going to fire him because the last four games and things are getting a little testy. We're going to fire him.
3: That's the NFL has, a, has tons of Super Bowl winning coaches who are garbage now.
2: Right. It's, it's,
4: it's, you think John Harbaugh's
3: garbage? No, I'm not saying he's garbage, but you can't say just because he won one Super right. Bowl, teams are knocking How down the door. How about
4: going to in the playoffs six out of nine years? That's going playoffs five straight But what have you done for us lately?
2: That's great. That was almost 10 years ago. And if the players aren't respecting you, if the way you're coaching is not working for these young guys, you're gone. What? Based
3: on the past two seasons, th- this team's gone down the toilet for the last two
4: years. But what evidence do we have that the players aren't playing for them? That the oh, I don't know if that's, that's just one possibility. Recall? Josh, before, five minutes ago, was saying this is an injury thing. Uh, now, all of a sudden, he's no, saying... No, I'm if saying a- you've got to be concerned. Well, be concerned? Yeah, of course you're concerned. But you don't fire a guy because he has two bad years after he's gone to the playoffs. Uh, what? Six out of seven years? Matt, Matt
3: we're, we were 5-11 and 11 last year. Yeah. Riddled by injuries, but yet... We Even still Joe were Flacco by, was exactly. out. We had Ryan Mount as Who quarterback. Who beat the Steelers out of nowhere, which should have <laughs> never happened.
2: When your player... Because they still to
3: went to the playoffs anyway, the stupid Steelers. Yeah,
2: will when, back your, door. when your player has to come out and give a quote like, everything I've ever done was to try to help this team, and that's just what it is, in response to what the head coach says, that's the start of a problem.
4: I think you're reading way too much into this. I mean, look at Ryan Fitzpatrick. Did you see his comments after after the Jets game? He says the owner does not believe in me, the coach does not believe in me, yeah. the offense coordinator does not believe in but me. But that's all true. They just benched him. But I believe in myself. That's enough. But 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 that's, that's... a guy who knows the
2: coach doesn't have his back. I don't think right. the Ravens are at that point. Right. Yet. No. But but losing gets you to that point. And we lost sure, no four. One We've never lost four in a row under Harbaugh. We don't know yet how Which Harbaugh is impressive. Re- we don't know yet how Harbaugh responds to losing. Yeah, I mean,
3: is Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick is going to get the start this Sunday because Geno Smith, Smith, Smith is, is now for out for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Now now what's going to happen is they're going up against the Browns. Watch the Browns get their first win because Ryan oh, Fitzpatrick stinks he does. and he looked good against the Ravens because the Ravens stink. Yeah.
4: That's my prediction. I'm not going to watch it. I got do Costco think, or something. Bro, do you think it's fair that John Harbaugh's on the hot
2: seat at this point?
3: Um, not at this point, but talk to me in three weeks.
2: Okay. Again, he's not on now. I'm saying we're heading that way.
3: Uh, because it we have the bye week this week, but in two weeks we play the Steelers and the Browns twice in a matter of five days. Uh, we could be in first place or tied for first place. Uh,
4: because our division right now is hot garbage. Yeah, they're all terrible.
2: Right. right.
3: But I mean, it still doesn't make me feel good. I mean, we could win the division with a nine and seven record or something stupid like that, and you have no hope. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl. And
4: Why not? Landed. I mean, we were we were ten and six, because, and Matt, we were bad. Last in the, the AFC Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. Did you? We saw Joe Flacco when he got in the playoffs, got hot, and yeah, we beat just, teams that were better than us. Yeah, you just gotta, gotta get, get in. The in. Show.
2: Just gotta get in, and the, that's where the question comes to. We've seen not with this team, we, John. We've seen John Harbaugh turn stuff around before. We've got to buy a week now so he's got uh, this extra time let's see how he uses it how can he turn can he turn this team around
4: how can a coach go from being super Bowl winning going to the playoffs every year like being a good coach everyone agrees and then all of a sudden within a year he he sucks
2: different players he's there's a lot of young guys on the team i mean it, it's it's yeah, I know, but he's, Players, he's not an old guy. He hasn't lost touch with the team on a you want You want to take Billick back? Billick was winning a bunch of games. Oh, I would love to have Billick. I know, I'd love to have Billick back, too. That's a bad example. <laughs> yeah.
4: But but Billick would never coach again, not because he can't get a job, but because he's making a lot of money and just sitting at home. and a just A lot come, less work. And yeah, and, and a lot less work, exactly He can
3: that. Go, still go to home and uh, be with his family at night.
4: He's living the dream. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I I am perfectly happy with my decision to not watch these last two games. Yeah, my Sunday afternoons have been fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking
2: forward to a Sunday off, (laughs) of not watching the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was just now thinking
3: I would really like to watch the Ravens game this Sunday, but shoot, they're on a bye. I guess (laughs) I guess I can't.
4: Yeah, and and when they come off, it's the Steelers, right? So that 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 should be a fun game.
2: Yeah, it's it's Steelers on Sunday and then Browns on Thursday.
4: I hope Big Ben's back. I like playing Big Ben. I like I like to knock him who's down. Is there
3: back Jarvis Landry? Is that
2: Jarvis his name? Landry? Yeah. Well, I want Ben back because we do a whole lot better against Ben than any backup. Whenever yeah, the Steelers have a backup, they beat us. Some I'm odd. hoping
3: Charlie Batch comes out of retirement and plays for the Steelers. Yeah, and then he'll beat us. Dennis Dixon. Dennis Dixon. What a name. Yeah. Bad times. Bad times for the Ravens fans right now, and I'm uh, not participating. But but we'll be interested <laughs> to see because
4: Josh is right. Like this could this could go south pretty fast. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so we got we, a lot of see. tough games
3: coming up. Yeah, uh, Dolphins, who are like all of a sudden playing out of their minds.
4: Yeah, yeah, beating beating the the Steelers and beating the Bills. That's why it's a really the NFL is a funny league. You'll think a, a team is hot garbage one week, then then like the next week or the next two or three weeks, all of a sudden they look like un- they're
2: unstoppable team. It's remember, just a funny league. Remember, we won the first three. We said, hey, we got a real team this year. Yeah, yep. is gonna be a fun year.
3: I was wearing my Ed Reed jersey every game for those first three games because I was like, oh, I got a lucky jersey this year. And, and then, then I wore it when we lost to the Oakland Raiders,
4: and I said, forget it, and I haven't worn it since. But even the Oakland Raiders, I don't think they've lost since Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders? Oakland Raiders are pretty the, good. Oakland Raiders pretty good. <laughs> Woo! Mowage. They're uh, Ooh, uh they're in
3: first place in the AFC. They have five
4: best. and two. Yeah. So so some of those teams actually turn out to be sometimes at the beginning of the season you don't know how good these teams right, are. You go off tradition.
3: Uh well, look at this. Uh I mean we got the the Steelers and the Browns. We talked about that those two weeks. Uh Browns are certainly winnable. Steelers 50 50. The Steel The, the next the next five, maybe six games, I would put down as losses. Cowboys yeah. are ridiculous. Bengals always beat us. Yep. Even when they're terrible, they beat us. Yep. Dolphins are looking unstoppable. Yep. Patriots, no chance we beat the Patriots yep. at Foxborough. Forget it. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia
4: Eagles, uh, better than us. Yeah, They're playing well. <laughs> I mean, I, I, their, their team at home, they're great on the road. They've been crappy. Yep. So, so maybe we have a chance Steelers and Bengals and that ends the season. We might not win
3: another game. Except for the Browns. <laughs> and if that happens, by all means, Harbaugh's got a problem on his hands.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, he's gone. Listen. He's gone. If we, if we go thirteen and three, he's gone. Correct me if three, three and thirteen. Correct sorry. me
3: if I'm wrong. I remember after the eight and eight season where Bashadi goes out there and does his little State of the Union address and he says, Look, we understand down seasons have now happened now and then, but we're not going to tolerate this on a regular basis. Right. I, I, am, am i dreaming no no no, Does no that, that, happened. A belt? Does that, that happened that happened yeah. that was the eight and eight season the next season we come back we go to the playoffs go yes. like 12 and four or right nine and seven even i don't even know what it was the, but that's what
4: we always do we have an average season then we bounce back with a strong season last year
3: was crap yes crap
4: five and 11 are you are you kidding me that's but, that's that's uh that's detroit lions numbers but i mean but let's not rewrite history remember we said we're throwing that year out because flacco smith Suggs, everyone got hurt
3: sure But what happens if we're 5-11 or worse this year? Now, back-to-back years where you can count up our wins on one hand.
4: Well, because we threw last year's schedule record out. This is really our first crappy season. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. All right. Let's get a little optimism, and let's get a little Orioles talk. I saw saw my my favorite tweet so far of the offseason where someone – I should have retweeted this, but I didn't want to get nasty with it. But someone said – an Orioles fan tweeted out there looking at the 2017 free agent list for outfielders, right? No one good for the Orioles. Orioles are going to suck next year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 like all, all we needed was an outfielder. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and like, okay, I'm just getting ready because every off season you hear the entire year, all the way up to opening day, the Orioles will suck. Then they're always good. So, okay, let's just, that was the first one of the off season. Bring them on. I know, everybody. You don't have to tell me. The Orioles will be terrible, okay? And then we'll go watch and play meaningful baseball in September. But you can tell me all through the offseason how terrible they're going to be. I'll take it. I'm going to throw out some names and some contracts. I want you to tell me if you think they're overpaid, underpaid, or just right on. Chris Davis. Uh, he's set, well, you guys, I mean the whole contract with right, $160 right. Million. but next year we're just talking, let's take a year by year. So next year he's set to make $23
2: million.
3: That's more than 26, 2016 was we've got a hundred,
2: we've got 138 million left on his contract. Yeah.
4: So 23 million next year. Would you call that uh? overpaid, underpaid,
2: right on. I'm going to go with right on because I think he did a fine job living up to his contract this year.
3: He's It, it could have been better, but he's still top three first baseman in the American right. League.
4: I mean, he's going to get the gold glove. Adam Jones this year is going to make $16.3 uh, million. $16.3 uh, million. I'm going, to
2: say, uh, I'm going to say slightly overpaid. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 tough because I keep expecting him to take a little step back, and I feel he has taken a step back. He took a slight step back this year. Next year, we know he'll probably take at least a slight step back. Every year has been a slight, 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 right, slight, slight, slight. Yeah,
3: at some point, it's going to be nowhere near what he used to be.
4: I mean, that's fair, but I mean, it's worth noting that he signed uh, in 2013. He signed a six-year, 85 million dollar deal. Which I think if you look at from He's 13 now, to now, yes, it was it's a sure. good deal for the Orioles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where, and I think that's notable because you never see good deals for teams. That's usually good for the player. Like, Chris Davis, say what you want. That's a better deal for Chris Davis than it is for the Orioles. Yes. I think that's it's usually the case, um, but it's not the case with, with Adam Jones. Uh, Darren O'Day, this is an interesting one, right? Like, Darren O'Day next year is set to make $7 million. Mm-hmm. $7 million for a – what is he now, a seventh-inning guy? Yeah. A
2: middle reliever? It all that's depends. That's what you become if, a middle reliever. If he can stay healthy – That's the thing. Then, yes, he's right on the money.
3: I would say – I would I would agree with Josh. He, the, the biggest thing that makes this a waste of money is if he can't stay healthy. Otherwise, you're, you're back-then bullpen guys are the, where the money needs to right. be these the, days. The in thing- the state of Major League Baseball in 2016, 2017, that's where you got to invest your money if you want to win a ball game late.
2: Right. The only and th- if
3: he's healthy he's uh, unhittable
2: yeah and the only disappointment this year with him was health
4: Oboto uh, Jimenez, uh, how much for next year 17 and a half million overpaid.
2: dollars overpaid right he might no be doubt. a bullpen guy he might be a cut guy you never know what you're gonna get Giovanni Gallardo 11 million dollars uh, that's not bad for starter I mean, that's not too bad I'm okay with that. Fifth that if he's your fifth guy, I'm mm-hmm. all right with eleven million. I don't know. What's the average? The guy uh
3: the fact that Gallardo and Jimenez are, are in our top four highest paid guys in the team next year? Is that are you going by order here? No, I'm not going by order. Oh, okay. I mean, but they're still gotta be up there, I would think, and that, that's yeah dis- I that's mean, disgraceful.
4: JJ Hardy's up there too. JJ Hardy's set next year to make fourteen million dollars. Okay. Well but, if he plays
2: every game he's worth it. Yeah, he's worth that. Hardy's worth that totally. Fourteen million
4: dollars? Yeah,
2: I don't know. What's yeah. it, what do shortstops make but in the American League? He, imp- he, imp- he improved this year.
4: Yeah, he I, played great. And that's another You're one for his defense. Yeah, and that's the one. It's not fair to look at what he's making this year. I mean, over the course of the contract, he's been really good for us. Correct. Um, and this is the last year of his contract. A lot of guys after this year, coming off the book, people want to say, "Oh, we can't sign Manny Machado. We'll never be able to afford him." We got a lot of money coming off the books next year. Yovani mm-hmm. Gallardo coming off the books. Uh, maybe we, we do have an option for. Yeah, we're not, for he's, 18. He's, he's not getting the option. <laughs> maybe, only, maybe if he
3: gets twenty-three wins next well, year. What's his option?
4: Thir- thirteen million yeah, option. He's not getting the thirteen it. million option. Or a two million buyout. Yeah, you're, you're paying the two million dollars. That's a pretty. That's a pretty nice deal for the buyout. Here, two million dollars to go away. Yeah, yeah. That's that's nice. Um. So Hardy's coming off. His fourteen months coming off. He's, he's got, got a body. call option. Yeah. Again, he's not getting it. fourteen million or not, two million buyout. He's getting the buyout. Mm. Um. Giovanni Gallardo is coming off the book uh wade miley making another, 18 8.75 million another club option He's his, his off club option
2: is 12. Or, so, or a half million buyout that guy got screwed with the buyout yeah he needs a better agent
4: well no the you know you know what his key is he signed the deal not with the Orioles, but ooh, with, yeah. with, the, with the mariners yeah that's you're smart because Daniel kelly get ripped off yep. so i mean that that's there, just there's, jimenez there's that hardy gallardo miley what are you talking about hansu ken Yep, his 4.75 goes away next year. Yeah, but the Jimenez-Hardy guy right Miley, that's all guys you won't resign. All guys that I think you can really replace for less than that. And all guys that are coming off the books. And that, that's a lot of money, so it's going to free up. But next year...
2: You got some big guys with arbitration.
4: Next year we're going to have some money issues here. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Tillman projected to make $10 million. Ron Flaherty, they're going to have an interesting decision with him. Uh, I'll be
2: curious to see what they do with Ron Flaherty. Uh, What's he projected? 1.7. What what did he make this year? 1.2, right? Yeah, it sounds about right. So I think he's getting like half a million.
4: Yeah, I don't see how, though, you can justify. You're going to be tight on cash. How can you justify 1.7 million to a platoon infielder that could be replaced by, I don't know, Paul Yanish making $25,000, making making $500,000. I just don't know how you can justify that. Uh, so we'll be interested to see yeah, all these arbitration. Can, I mean, you have all these young players like Ryan Flaherty, Zach Britton, Chris Tillman. See, Zach Britton's the big guy, who all are kind of kind of come up at similar times, right. and now um, they're they're, they're doing big big money. And the problem with the Orioles, and this is where maybe a team like the Cubs has the advantage. The reason the Cubs are able to sign guys like John Lester and guy and other big and guys like Jason Hayward and big names, is because you have Chris Bryan on the team making nothing, right? You have uh, Jorge Salar making nothing. Addison Russell making nothing. We don't have guys in our team anymore making nothing. Those That's, guys used to be Manny Child of Jonathan Scope, but now they're making a lot of money through arbitration. We need right. rookies to come up. Trey like your, your Trey Mancini's or your Chance Sisco's or your who else? Uh, Christian Walker's. We just don't have high-quality guys making cr- no money. So right. we got to pay everybody a lot of money. It's, I
3: saw a tweet today. Somebody tweeted that the Cubs – top six prospects in 2014 two years ago okay four out of the six are major contributors to this uh world series team right now yeah yeah Uh, including chris bryant uh and druzy something like that yeah um in comparison the orioles top six prospects in 2014 dylan bundy is the only one that has even sniffed the majors
4: Uh, yeah because true like hunter harvey was up there yeah cisco's probably not still in 2014 that's probably he was on there but he's not in the majors no he's not so uh
3: yeah, just so a different are, showing where their franchise was. Are you telling me that as far as their farm system, and yeah. preparing
4: them for the majors. You're saying we're a couple years away. You're telling me the Cubs had a better farm system than the Orioles? Can you believe ago?
3: that? What? It's,
4: it's wild. Just wait. A, it's cause it's Cubs, a wild allegation. Because the Cubs tanked for a few years. Wait till we start tanking. Yeah, right. Um, we tanked a long time. <laughs> Not and 104 years. And that's how we got Manny Machado. And that's yeah. how we got Matt Wieters. And that's how we got Kevin Gossman. Yeah.
3: See? For a couple of good years till some other team fleeces them. Absolutely. So, have,
2: have we, did we talk last week about Matt Wieders and that, what you do?
4: that's a real tough decision.
2: It's, yeah. Right. Because I think the quality, the quality, the qualifying offer is a lot. What is it, 17? Something right? like that. 17 million? Yeah. Which is more than you'd want to spend on, uh, on Matt Wieders. However, you've got no depth there. Yeah, so it's uh, I mean when, when
4: you sign a guy like Nelson Cruz for 8 million right free agent 8 million. Yeah How can you justify spending 17 like this is insane? Like there's no way like Matt Weiders is not worth a one-year deal for seventeen million dollars, right? There's zero way right zero chance So how can you justify spending all that money on, on him? I mean the argument is and it's a fair argument. Caleb Joseph is not ready to start or you you, no, don't, no, you, you, you don't know wanna, don't want no 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 well, no well you don't know because he had two years ago he's pretty good last year um, how many RBI he end up with zippy <laughs> so you, you have that and, right, and, the same and, number as me and we and I guess there is still maybe Dan Duke, Cat and Buck Showalter has a better have a better idea but we really don't know where Chancisco at is at I think he's 21 years old so maybe he's not quite ready so to have a one year bridge to find out is Caleb Joseph good to find out is San Francisco good enough defensively to pay, to be your catcher that idea sounds really intriguing but the idea of paying him 17 million dollars i don't know guys that's a lot of money for a, a mediocre catcher and the argument is and honestly so then you offer the you offer the contract and does he take it or not and you kind of hope he doesn't take it which is what we isn't that what we thought last year yeah so like you, you almost feel like you offer him the contract and then like you have to like bash him on social media, have Buck come out there and talk trash about weeders, change the locks to the facility, so when he tries to come and use the facility, he can't use it. So he hates the franchise so right. much potholes he, all around his car. That's clerk. right. That he turns down the the, the uh the, the contract and goes to Atlanta with Nick Markakis. Right.
2: And and that's gotta be the, the if you give a qualifying offer, I think we learned our lesson last year. If you give a qualifying offer – you expect the guy to take it. Yeah, it's you the way you have to do it.
4: There's so much money now—seventeen million dollars. Right. If I'm Matt weeders though, why would I turn down seventeen million dollars? Because only if you think you can get a three-year,
2: uh, sixty million.
4: But why? Why would I do that if I think I can get it next year?
2: Right. Well, that's the—that's the always counting on yourself. Yeah. I, uh, because I don't, he had a good year, but not a great year. I don't think he's going to get 360. I don't think he's going to make seventeen million million a year no matter where he signs. Right, right, right. But if he can guarantee. It would be something like 440. Right, but if he can guarantee 440, 340. Not 440. 440 is 10 a year. Yeah. But if he can guarantee like a 340, then over, you're looking at over the whole scope, I have 40 million. But you would think you could play seventeen, and then you could get a, a, get a two twenty five deal and still make more. Yeah, or even I mean, he's not or, or go one more year and then sign the three so the three or four year deal. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, I, he's at the point where he can still do that. Like, like Mark, Tr- Mark Trumbo, I think needs wants a multi year deal because this might be his last. Right. Sword. I
2: don't think Weeters knees are at a point where this is, he's going out needs this final deal. You're right. Yeah.
4: So that's why I think if I'm at Weeters, I would sign one more one year deal.
2: If the Orioles will offer it,
4: yeah, and and he's not going to be any worse than he was last year. I don't
2: think. Like that's his. I think he'll be the same type of guy. Yeah, he's be back. Similar. He's healthy now. Yeah. The uh, the Indians just stole uh, a base from the Cubs. So for every stolen base in the World Series, you get free tacos at Taco Bell. Oh, is that is that true? Yeah. So we get a free uh, Doritos, Locos Ta- Taco tomorrow. I wonder if that
3: applies Bell. tonight on my way home.
2: I think it applies tomorrow, according to the uh, t- Taco Bell Twitter. Do you know when the last time I was I went to Taco Bell? Yesterday. No, when we went
4: to spring training and we really? started at Taco Bell for breakfast. <laughs> for breakfast, yeah. That yeah. was the last time I went to Taco Bell. That was the bomb. And probably the only time in the past five years. What else we got?
2: Well, I mean we that's we there's lots of players to talk about in the in the coming years and and decisions to make with Zach Britton. You don't trade Zach Britton, right? You pay for that money in the in the deep. You, la- ju- you just hopefully use them better.
4: Yeah, la- last week I said you should trade him if you don't know how to use him. Now, as being like somewhat sarcastic, like I, I, you don't want to trade Zach Britton. I mean, you see the, the benefit of having a guy like that, like Andrew Miller is doing for, 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 for Cleveland. I just want him to, to use him right. If you use him right, like he's one of the most valuable pieces on your team. So you would pay him. like I wouldn't even think twice about paying him $11.5 million because he's one of the most valuable pieces of your team. Uh, when you want to talk about guys to trade, I would be more likely to trade a guy like Brad Brock.
2: Yeah, a guy that that has potential that could be that ninth inning guy.
4: Yeah, that some another team would really value. But you have Michael Gibbons, you have Darren
2: O'Day. you I have like, guys I, like, I like seven. I like me Michael Gibbons. That's my that's my guy in the bullpen, Michael Gibbons. <laughs> I like me Mikey Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my guy. That, that's that might be my next jersey purchase. But I, 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 I once Under Armour comes to town. But I, but that's,
4: like, getting cute. When you start trading, like, Brad Brock, who's a good bullpen arm, for like, what are you trading him for? Like, you're starting to get cute. And I don't – Dan Duquette really doesn't get cute like that. No. So I, I don't see any trades this offseason. He's going to try really hard um, to trade Giovanni Gallardo or Wade Miley. Not going to You're not going to get rid of him.
2: Or or, or about Jimenez. Um, but, again, those guys aren't bad if you're counting on them as the fourth and fifth guys. If they play like they did in September, they're not bad. Right. Um, and they're gonna to try to bring back Trumbo, right? Don't you think? It feels like Trumbo kind of fit this organization and what they're doing. I don't see how I don't see how they they can afford him though. because you, you think he's go he wants a long term deal. I know. Th- want a, a two year twenty million? No, he
4: doesn't. He's not gonna take a two year twenty million. If he would take that, he would take the qualifying offer for 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 one year,
2: right? Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, that's true. When one year seventeen million, the best two year he's deal gonna make more than is, three million. He's gonna be at least thirty million. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, so he's not so you're gonna offer the qualifying offer. I guess you won't take it. It's gonna be a good opportunity to stock up some draft picks. There's no one that we're gonna sign that's gonna warrant a draft there's, pick. There's no unless we sign Jose Bautista. <laughs> <laughs> if if we sign
2: Jose Bautista... That how would hilarious would that be? That would be. be so I funny. I would not know how to handle that.
4: I would laugh really really hard for a long time. I wouldn't be happy with that.
2: We I, need We need downside We, we need quarter.
4: an outfit on a DH. Yeah,
2: but he's not he's not gonna be any good anymore. He's how old we, is he? We have, 45. A, we have a rookie DH. It's we same as Mark
4: Trumbo. We have a rookie DH.
2: <laughs> Besides, all that would take is then everyone would take Batista's like rookie card when he's an Oriole and that'd be flooded with social media for a day. Um, with everyone thinking they're smart and they're the only ones that know that Batista used to be an Oriole.
3: Wouldn't it be funny if uh, the Mariners signed Trumbo for some big deal after they traded him to us for Steve Clevenger? Yeah, I, I mean they took. Uh, uh, they
2: they signed Cruz. Cruz, oh, yeah, they, they spent Cruz that after after Cruz, yeah, same after type he hit player, forty home runs yep. for us. Yeah,
4: no, I don't see how we can sign. I can't any Mark Trumbo, and I don't see how we can re- like mm-hmm. you need to replace Mark Trumbo with Trey Mancini, right? You exactly, n- you need to save that money.
2: I can't see us. I really can't see us signing anyone this off season. No one significant. Name. No significant if we're lucky, right if you're, you're, you're Steve uh, not Steve Clevenger uh, uh, Steve Pierce Steve maybe Pierce, Steve yeah.
4: Lombardozzi though I've, I've seen enough of Steve Pierce in my life yeah, so me by, too. But I'm i don't done with Steve but Pierce. I don't
2: think Buck has um, <laughs> just How do like you Nolan Ryan? <laughs> well because Buck wanted him back I mean Buck Buck wanted him at the beginning of the season and then found a way to get him in August
4: you think Nolan, Nolan Ryan was a lock to return next year no <laughs> he's not done trolling the Oral fans yet Ugh. I think He's not come, He's not leaving yeah. the team unless we, we need to. If he's resigned, we need to like start a riot and like just attack, attack the yards, get him out of there, and like, like, like fan fest. It's gonna turn her ugly, but fan, like,
2: you want FanFest to be Rymold fest?
4: But like the whole like burn witches, we're just gonna to have to change it to burn Rymold and just can find just, him and hunt him down. I'm sorry.
2: What if we just rename the team and instead of the Orioles, we're the Rymolds, and he yeah. can be our mascot?
4: Yeah, I feel he's just tortured us for so many years. Give us a break. And well, I feel I
2: like I feel like we've always had that type of guy, the Rymel, the Pierce, the Luke Scott, <laughs> the guy who's like shouldn't really be on the team, yeah. but he's there. The um
4: Jeffrey Hammonds. Oh yeah. yeah. Had all the tools to be successful. That's like Nolan Rymel. for 2 weeks he had like 6 home runs. This guy has all the tools <laughs> all to be right. awesome. He's fast. All the tools. He's got power.
2: Jeffrey Hammonds, give me a break. Do you think there's any chance we finally get this deal done with Manny Machado this offseason?
4: I think if you do nothing but sign Manny
2: Machado. That, I mean that's a huge success if you get that done. Best offseason ever. Yeah, high five. <laughs> so, <laughs> though
4: they'll be careful because look at the Los Angeles Angels, Los Angeles Angels of, Han- of Anaheim. They have the best player in baseball. Their team sucks. Yeah. So you, you can't just sign the best player in baseball and think you're good. Like you got to build around them. But certainly signing Manny Machado would be huge. 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 Oh, get out of here. I I was going to vote for Donald Trump for that comment. After watching Joe Flack the past two weeks, I'm now not going to vote for Donald Trump because of that comment. Good evening. You're going to vote for this president? It's a hot night and you all want to get to the baseball. So as soon as I throw this sucker, grab a drink, enjoy the game. Best of luck to both teams. Scratch that, we're at Camden Yards. Go
1: Orioles! Now it's time for another installment of Baltimore sports in popular culture.
3: That's true. We uh, we had one of our own Baltimore Orioles featured on the Cartoon Network this week. Matt, are you familiar with the cartoon Uncle Grandpa? I have no
2: idea what you're talking about.
3: <laughs> I only know about it because of my seven-year-old daughter, but apparently, Josh, your two-year-old daughter is also into it. <laughs> yeah,
2: Camden and I, we like to lay out on the hammock out on the deck, and we watch Uncle Grandpa. He's, he's everybody's uncle and the everybody's only, grandpa.
4: The only Cartoon Network show I know is Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Is that still a show yeah, that happens? I don't think so. I,
3: I don't know. I don't know anything about Cartoon Network. And all I knew was my daughter saying, I want to watch Uncle Grandpa. put on Uncle Grandpa. I'm like, what? Uncle Grandpa? This is the intro from... uh,
2: Yeah. Oh, were you going to play the intro too? Oh, that's oh.
3: one intro. I got the one from this past Saturday. All right.
2: Good morning. What the...
3: <laughs> this was the intro from this past Saturday's
4: episode is this
2: which still was baseball centric Yeah, every day is hot dog day
4: I don't even see the video but the audio is worth worth. Uh, you could, uh, I like
3: the show already do a google image search for uncle grandpa is this a guy who wears like a little right. pinwheel hat I'm on it. rainbow suspenders has a big handlebar mustache um, oh am I switching my switch
2: I just want to make sure we're recording you properly gotcha
3: I'll do that theme one more time. It's only ten seconds. Every day is hot dog
2: day. It's just that good. It's so, it's it's very weird show. Yeah, and
3: he definitely talks like that. hot dog day. What's man. his name? Uncle what? Uncle
2: Uncle Grandpa. He's, grandpa. He's everybody's uncle oh, and grandpa. He's he's an he's uncle a little, yeah, and he, a grandpa? Yeah, he's this old guy. He like busts into the little kids' bedrooms. It's uh <laughs> paper, it sounds really creepy. Oh, he's not that old. I thought he'd be older. Nah, and he's got his uh, his belly bag.
3: Yeah, he wears a he, uh, he fanny. pack. He Wears a
2: fanny pack that talks, and it's called Belly Bag. This is really <laughs> weird. He's, his his friends are Gus, who's like a big lizard swamp guy. Yeah. And then he's got a friend who is the flying realistic tiger. T- uh, tiger, but there's another word in there. Is that is that a rainbow coming out of his butt? <laughs> yes, it is. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a jetpack that poofs out of his butt with rainbow farts. And this is for kids. It's for – Camden loves it.
3: It's certainly the quality of a cartoon that certainly a Major League Baseball player would be willing to lend their voice and, and likeness towards. It's like Ren and Stimpy. Oh, but, It was a
2: straight-up deal with, like, Major League Baseball. Yeah. They had multiple players. Oh, well, my t- gosh. This was what
3: was happening. There was a baseball team going on. They they were called the uh, the Bees, and they were terrible, and they lose to a team that's called the Winners, and the winners are rubbing in their face and everything, and they think they're terrible. Okay.
1: Maybe we should just quit. Uncle than... Grandpa coming out of a corn patch. Well, that came out of left field. Actually, that came out of right field.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That—that's pretty much how every the level of every joke in the show.
3: So these are these are the guys who were actually featured in the uh, episode.
4: I don't know much about baseball, but I know some
1: people that do. If you call them, they will
0: come.
4: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay, send in the fellas. Introducing Major League Baseball All-Star pitcher Chris Archer.
3: What's up, team?
4: All-Star center fielder Adam Jones.
3: How y'all doing?
4: All-Star second baseman Jose Altuve. Happy to be here. Cy Young Award winner David (laughs) Price. Good Good morning, Coach Grandpa. (laughs) And the powerhouse pitcher that his fans call Thor, Noah
3: Syndergaard. I'm guessing you want me to sign that? Those are all their actual voices, and they had like the major league logos. Like Matt's got the picture pulled up, the actual Orioles logo and the Rays logos. Like this is officially licensed stuff. Um, so they do this whole thing where they uh, Josh is holding up the camera up there.
2: Yeah, I got the I got the players coming in on the camera,
3: especially for the live feed. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this one. Let's see. They they Adam Jones and Chris Archer. They're gonna teach him. They use chakra or like. Ancient arts to win <laughs> baseball. Big will train you to beat those
4: talking troublemakers. I can't
1: wait to get big and strong like my baseball heroes.
4: Actually, Jake,
3: baseball is a game that's only ten percent physical. The other ninety percent, it's all mental.
1: That's
2: right, which is why we use an eastern style approach to this sport.
3: You can definitely recognize Adam and Jones' voice. Yeah, in here. yeah. Um I got one more here with Adam Jones. I don't know what he's saying here.
1: It's easy now that you've
2: helped us find our Zen. Remember to keep those chakras aligned at the plate. <laughs> like I, I felt like like watching it. I felt like these players just like called in and like did a voicemail. And, and they got
4: David Price. Yeah, no, they <laughs> got
2: they got legit players. Noah
4: Syndergaard. <laughs> I just don't know. Is this gonna make the best ball club? They have three starting pitchers, an outfielder, yeah. an infielder. Like it says it's going to be the, best, but the they, best team.
3: they don't actually play. They just train the losers. Ah. They bring out their jerseys, and it says lasers. And they're like, oh, awesome. That's a great team name, the lasers. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry. I got some masking tape on that A, and he pulls off and says losers.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, well, here in that show, I, I I wonder why my my kids arrive at high school and they're dumb. <laughs> now I'm, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to understand <laughs> With the, the downfall, the millennials and downfall of, of, of America in general. And you know what it is? Coming back to it's, Uncle Grandpa.
2: It's Cartoon Network. It's the next step from when a few years ago when we had like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. It's the same type I, of I, I thing. Had Eddie.
3: And when it was only little 15-minute episodes, like yeah, that yeah. whole thing. They were in there for the first five minutes and then they disappeared and they come back as like their spirits, uh, little blue ghosts or whatever, okay. helping the team. Uh, yeah, well, if I you never,
4: ask me, is 15 minutes too long. <laughs> I don't know why baseball. Why Adam Jones get involved with that nonsense? But it was a,
3: it was Orioles official Twitter social media, and officials social yeah, media was, saying, I "Hey, tune in it. to Uncle Grandpa this Saturday. Adam Jones is being
4: featured on yeah. Uncle Grandpa."
2: Yeah, apparently it's a popular show. I don't know. It's on Netflix, and Gus is my favorite character.
4: Hey. Uh, Hot take. Maybe Adam Jones should be spending more time training this off season and learning how to not swing at balls in the dirt than doing Cartoon Network shows. Do you think that
2: took any time? I, Hot think, take. They, I think they brought a microphone to the All-Star
4: game and said, here, read
2: this.
3: <laughs> he's working on his chakra.
1: Yeah.
4: Maybe he's just spending less time working his chakra and spend more time working on his swing balls at the dirt
1: This has been Baltimore Sports in Popular Culture.
2: All right, Bert. Thanks for that little... In the dirt
3: yeah, I mean that's fresh. That just aired on Saturday, so I'm I'm on top of it. Yeah. Like,
2: snapping in the mic. Meanwhile, we've got uh Elaine, we meanwhile we've got Elaine Bennis going on Twitter and saying go Cubs.
4: Yeah, what's up with that? I thought she was Norl's fan.
2: That's what you told
4: talking. us, Bert, in popular culture, she was Norl's fan. Yeah.
3: Well, everybody's a Cubs fan. I just said go Cubs.
4: That's true.
3: Go on Cubs. the uh on the chat room
2: yeah, I'm 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 down with Go Cubs. This go team. Indians. Go Go Cubs too. Go not, Cubs, not, go. Not in RTP.
3: Hey Chicago, what do you say? Cubs are gonna win today. They're losing two nothing right now.
4: It's so early. Yeah. Hey, they got a
3: man on second with nobody out. Let's go. Let's go, Cubbies.
4: Well, I tell you what, the Cubs better get that lead before the fifth inning, or it's uh, Andrew, Miller, Andrew time. Miller time. Hey, and shut I love down. It. I would
3: love to see Andrew Miller come in in the fifth inning.
4: I love it. Yeah, I love it. I hope. Hey, Buck Showalter. Watch the World Series with the notebook to take notes on. Yeah. All right, boys, ready to get out of here? Yes. Yep. That sounds good. Yep. There are probably so many corrections on the show today. Yeah. But hey. thankfully, the intern's not here to call us out.
2: Hey. Uh, before I uh, before we started the show, I was talking with you guys, and I mentioned that in the coming weeks we might have a new theme song. Yeah. For section three thirty six. Yeah. So an email just popped up, and it says, "Here's the song. Should we listen to it?" Oh, you never listened to this before. Never listened to it. <laughs> this, this is first ever. <laughs> first ever. Oh, weird. Obviously, we can tweak it and everything. Yeah. Do we? Do you want to hear it right now?
4: This could be terrible and backfire completely. It could be terrible. We're playing it live. This is. Let's do it live. Even if let's we hate, do it live, we're gonna say we like it.
2: Absolutely. Here, here we go. Yeah, that guy's the best.
3: It definitely had like a as soon as it kicked in, I was singing like eighties television theme song. Like yeah. zooming in our face, we're like, Hey <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and her
2: name pops up underneath. <laughs> <He does> section <laughs> It's catchy. It's he, catchy. He does good work. Um, yeah. We'll be using that for a while, I think. Get that <laughs> section three three six stuck in your head. I like the I like, Section I like the Baltimore Blast reference.
4: <laughs> People will be driving home to that. I, I, I get behind that yeah, I like Back that your head. I
2: like that too I like, I like that we just cold played it
4: <laughs> just like Coldplay exactly right that guy does great work he's good what's his name
3: Chris Martin he's the lead singer of Coldplay
2: ah uh, Chris Martin yeah
4: Shout out to Chris Martin who made our uh,
2: <laughs> modern media is his name. If you go on the iTunes and search anything like Sports Band,
3: yeah, that's his um, mother. It's his birth name, his mother named him Modern Media. Wait, his,
2: his name is Matt. Okay, yeah. he does he does awesome work. Well, I just want to play it again. I mean, <laughs> we 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 played the uh, the. He, he does this, Ned Yosts.
4: Oh yeah yeah classic yeah. I mean. He's, uh, how this many, I think just, This is the best song. This is number
1: 1, right? This is best song. Ned used to play the game.
2: Like, right here on my soundboard, I probably have 5 or 6 of his songs just that happen to be there from because we love them. Yeah. Or cuz they're relevant. A joke.
1: Go, a Joe Flacco. Stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> we need to redo that song to Joe Flacco stinks.
2: Um, like oh, I, I wish I had it up here. You know what? I'm gonna pull it up just for you because we could have used his songs Go, for everything. Learn, ride,
3: mold, I like our song better than that one already.
4: Learn, well, section? I, I, I like Section 336 better than like Nolan Rymal, so that's appropriate. <laughs>
1: section three, three, section three, three, section
4: we'll play it enough times that you you will. That's all you'll be hearing. We'll you you out, We're gonna get stuck in that. your head, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, what we had the rap for three years. Yeah. Four years. I think we had the rap since like episode two. Yeah. And we've got a few different versions of them, but yeah. It'll it'll be fun to have something different starting next week.
4: Absolutely. It should be fun. (laughs) So tune in next week to hear that song again and again and again and again. And again and
2: again. Glad I – hey, it's my new ringtone.
4: All right, boys and girls. We appreciate you tuning in for another successful show. I thought we would hit a – A double or a triple but I thought this might be like a 25 minute show we went ahead and hit the whole Grand Slam this episode so congrats to us let me pat myself in the back right here we didn't even live on video
2: on Facebook video uh, all over we didn't even get the up and down not that Bert was prepared but you can like us on Facebook you can follow us on iTunes hmm, or follow us on Instagram and Twitter we have an Instagram you can, you, you can give us a review on iTunes. Is that where you were going?
4: Okay, sure. You can do that, too. Give us a review on iTunes.
2: Um, tell your friends.
4: It. Yeah, sure. Tell, tell, tell your friends. Play, about, play the podcast. theme song for them. That'll hook them. Yeah. You can tune in every Tuesday. Watch us live on Facebook at 7.30. Uh, all right. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert At Bert Rohde. You can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always... Go Ravens. And
2: go Cubs. Who? Indians. Section is
1: the affiliate of Networks. Find Section on This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive
3: Insurance.
0: Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR.
1: Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery.
0: <laughs> Wait, are you promoting me?
1: Congrats, Martinez. <laughs>
0: RV splatlining.
1: Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing.
0: So you're just promoting everyone now. Yeah, kind
1: of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered.
0: See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at macys.com slash star rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.